Welcome to Fresh from the Field Fridays by the Produce Industry Podcast, your weekly download on supply trends, category updates, brand awareness, and what's hot in the market. Join us each week from Almeda, California, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Dan, the Produce Man. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Fresh from the Field Fridays, brought to you by the Produce Industry Podcast. I'm Dan, the Produce Man, along with... Patrick Kelly. Hey, folks. On my table here, I have a bowl of produce bigger than a giant salad bowl. It's massive. I have white zucchini. I have flavor king pluots. I have Bartlett pears. I have Valencia oranges. I have grapes from Benzler Organic. I have a reed avocado that will knock your socks off. And Patrick, one of my favorites. I'm sure you know what this is. Well, I mean, I just did a podcast about two weeks ago on this crunchy lettuce and I couldn't believe what a lettuce crunch sounds like so it's either between some crunchy crunchy lettuce some celery am I like completely in the wrong field Dan bingo you got it my favorite is celery I love it to snack on hey listen I will tell you that crunch is just a sound bite that amazes me every time I hear it I mean, truly does. And I'll tell you what, Dan, you know, right next to me, it's like I'm sitting right next to the kitchen, everybody. If you know where my podcast studio is, it's right next to the kitchen, which is one of the best spots Dan keeps telling me. It's it's, it's right there. And I tell you, I just did a Costco haul, which everybody, you're going to see on the Produce Industry Show very soon. Oh, man, but I'm telling you, I've got sweet peppers. I've got red seedless grapes. You know, I even have these new kiwis, these sun gold kiwis, Dan, that are just, they'll knock your socks off. Oh, it's one of the best. Yeah, I love gold kiwi. Absolutely. And then on top of that, I, I do. I have been so infatuated with the banana uh, industry right now because obviously Equifruit, and we're going to talk a little about Equifruit a little bit, everyone, but this fair trade banana. So that's like me. It's like I got the, oh, I'm just peeling a banana right now, Dan. As we, oh, gosh. See that? Folks? I can tell you, banana all day. All day I'll eat bananas, Dan. But I probably have maybe 14, 15 different varieties of produce in the fridge right now, Dan. And that's the way to do it. Folks, we are your produce market on the air practically here because we always have it with us. We're always eating it. Uh, Patrick and I have had these conversations before. We have several commodities in our homes all the time. And uh, I love what's in season and... What I have here is definitely in season. Romano beans and, and this reed avocado. In fact, with the avocado situation right now, 60 count and smaller sizes are where the volume is. And we still have California and Peru, but Mexico is starting to ramp up. Now there's four naturally occurring blooms in Michoacan, Mexico. The Aventajada bloom, which is August through October. The Normal bloom, which is the longest, September through February. The Marzena bloom, which that's the one with the darker skin. March through June. And then the Loca Bloom. Name that because it's just unpredictable with yield. June through September. Now, they're grown in elevations from 2,000 to 10,000 feet, creating several different microclimates for these avocados. So it's from higher to lower elevations and back again, and that results in year-round availability. So right now, the shorter supply is on 48s and largers and on number twos. So I have this reed avocado here. It's a variety that is just over the top in texture, flavor, creaminess, and smoothness. I think it is the avocado of avocados, and I'm just excited to eat this tonight for dinner. You're, you're lucky. Hey, I, I'm in Florida, and, and I sometimes get those 
uh, DR avocados, right? Those big, huge green ones. And folks out there, if you're listening, you might be thinking, wait a minute, do I pick an avocado when it's black? Do I pick an avocado when it's raw green? Listen, always buy avocados. You can always prep them and store them in the right way. And, you know, I got uh, friends that sell a lot of avocados. I mean, heck, one of our sponsors, Terra Exports, they're an avocado king. And they actually just came out with their own brand, uh, coming out with it, the Avolicious brand. Mm. And even, you know, uh, Mission Avocado as well. I mean, Mission does a great job. They tell you how to, you know, ripen your avocados, how to prepare your avocados, got recipes, things like that. So check out how to pick your avocado and how to store your avocado. But, I mean, talking about avocados, heck, Dan, here in Tampa, I found some deals on avocados, Dan. I mean, some really fresh deals. Deals, man, going for like 89 cents. I mean, for an avocado. Nice. Um, there's some big avocados too. I mean, when we talk about those sizes, those 60s or those 45s, how do we tell a consumer what are they comparing those sizes to, Dan? So for the consumer, a 60 count avocado, well, it's always going to have the number on it, 4046 for one thing. That's your PLU. So that's one way you can tell. But it'll fit in the palm of your hand, and you'll be able to wrap your hand around it. Well, at least I would be able to. Now, 48 Same is here. bigger. Okay, 48. A bigger avocado, and that's kind of a standard large size avocado for the supermarkets and in food service too, as well. So that's why they're short because the demand on 48s is up there because it's used again in retailers for their large size and food service operators. If they're not using number twos, prefer the 48 count as well or a 48 count number two, and that's going to fit in your hands, say, right around the size of a a man's wallet, but obviously round and oblong like an avocado. You know, in my household, we use a different variety of blends, you know, with avocados. I, I could use it in a salad. I could use it on avocado toast, or I can just put, put it on a sandwich or, you know, making some pepper poppers with some avocados on top of them. Mm-mm-mm. So, Dan, talk to us a little bit. I, I know potatoes. I've been seeing a lot of potatoes on the shelf lately. I've been seeing a lot of good displays about potatoes. What, what's happening with potatoes in this world? Ah, those beautiful American. American Spud, Solanum tuberosum. What do you think of that? You got me. I, I was I was about to say uh, hallelujah. That is, I, I know. That uh, almost reminds me of being an altar boy when I was a kid. But that is actually just the botanical term for potatoes. Now, out of Idaho, there's limited production. We have potatoes out of Colorado and California right now. Wisconsin and central northern Minnesota as well. These are all Norcota variety russets. Now, it's a more dense russet potato. It's going to take a little bit longer to cook it, a little bit longer to bake. But boy, the flavor. I really like the flavor of Norcota. That is the more firm russet potato. You throw that at a window and it'll just smash it into pieces. The Burbanks will be with us next month, and uh, that's the most common one. That is the more juicier, commonly used russet potato. But right now we're just kind of short on the other varieties. My favorite are those little tiny, you know, nibbles, right? I mean, Tasteful Selections has them. I've seen them by the Little Potato Company. They're very small. You half them. You can easily just put them on a spread, bake them, salt pepper, a little bit of oil, and just bake them for about 20 minutes, and it's just perfect with any meal. And I know that even sweet potatoes right now, I was in the grocery store the other day, sweet potatoes right here in Tampa, Florida were going for about 99 cents a pound, and oh, I could tell you, man, when you peel a sweet potato, cut it into chunks, and bake it, you could even fry it. 
and all you need is just a little salt and pepper. That's it. Don't even need to season these babies because as soon as you take them out of the oven, definitely an added added value to the meal for sure. And that's all new crop right now too. Uh, sweet potatoes, yams. They, <laughs> It's kind of funny here in California. We have yams and sweet potatoes, but they're all sweet potatoes. And new crop. I ate one this morning for breakfast. I needed carbs before my workout and I don't want empty carbs. So I pulled out a sweet potato that I had cooked a couple of days ago in the oven and then after it cooled through it in the refrigerator and I just ate it like a banana. The banana still at me at me in the morning. That's the guy that has me at hello or or the gal. You know, you know it's funny. I I got to bring this up because we're so used to saying masculine names, aren't we, Dan? Right? I mean, of course, it's Patrick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> As we bring up our sponsors, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna also take a, a quick break and hear from our sponsors real quick. But Equifruit, that little banana that they have, her name is Claudia. Ah, Claudia the banana. Okay. Claudia the banana. What do you think about that? I think that somebody really liked the name Claudia, or somebody saw the banana and said, you know, that really reminds me of Claudia. Or Claudia <laughs> eats a lot of bananas. Who knows? We'll have it, to ask him about it, that, and we'll have to have him on and ask him. We, we're definitely gonna have to get the scoop behind that. But I thought it was cool. The the Claudia, the the banana named Claudia. You know what I mean? We didn't. I don't. We didn't name her Karen. We named her Claudia. So it, it's a good banana. But hey, let's take a quick break uh, and uh, let's hear from our sponsors. Welcome to Equifruit, an importer and marketer of fresh bananas. Equifruit is committed to 100% fair trade, which means no crummy wages, super safe working conditions, and nothing but love for the ladies. Driving innovation through impossible to ignore merchandising, Equifruit is the only banana you should buy. Everyone, we have an APP out on a buck naked onion. This onion is produced by Owyhee Produce, so we have to be on the lookout. Whether you're a retailer, food service distributor, or a wholesaler, this onion is whole, it's hearted, and it's buck naked, everyone. To all you civilians out there, please, let's catch this buck naked onion. Patrick, I love those ads. It's fantastic. We're back with Fresh from the Field Fridays on the Produce Industry Podcast. I'm Dan the Produce Man. And I'm Patrick Kelly. Hey, real quick from the Organic Produce Network, and we've got a cilantro shortage there, folks. It's a lot of heat, and it's just taken a battering and a beating, not just organic, but conventional as well. So look for higher prices on cilantro, promotable prices on the avocados and tomatoes. So it's still going to balance out for whatever you're cooking. California table grapes. All right, like I said, it was hot. Triple digit temperatures in the San Joaquin Valley is impacting the table grape varieties with the red varieties hit the hardest. So we won't see temperatures below 100 degrees until mid next week. Green varieties are where it's at with the promotability lies there and we should see an increase in globes and black seedless varieties coming up very, very soon. My buddy T. Benzler at Benzler Farms, an organic grape and citrus grower in Fresno, he tells me that, yes, the grape that I have in this bag right here, that was the grape I couldn't think of last week, Patrick. I couldn't remember the name. The Chrissy 
Red Seedless. It's in full production. And the grapes that he sent to me, fantastic color. The sizing is like 11 to 14. So a nice round grape with a 20.5 bricks, which I think is perfect for the consumers. Folks in the industry know what bricks is. For the, for the consumers, that is the measurement of sugar in the fruit. And 20.5 is pretty good because if you get a lot higher, then they just get too sweet. So this has the perfect balance. A green variety called Autumn King coming up. Thompson. A lot of grape growers are ripping the Thompsons out. I'm very sad to hear that. I understand that they're a lot of work. You have to do a lot of spraying gibberella, which is something completely natural. They spray it on organic, too. It just increases the size. But with the Autumn King green grape, you don't have to do anything to make it bigger. It's just naturally big. So, again, a lot of Thompsons are coming out, and these Autumn Kings and the Ivory Princess and other green varieties are replacing them. I will miss the Thompson grape couple varieties that I haven't heard. I mean, probably a couple varieties that the consumers haven't heard. I mean, heck, when you go into the stores and you look, I mean, right down the street, we've got Publix, we've got Winn-Dixie here. Prices are pretty pretty high. I mean, if you go to Walmart, you can probably get red globes or red sealess around that $2.48 a pound marker. But then if you go all the way to Publix, they're up there almost near like $5.99 at some points, right, Dan? I mean, their grapes are definitely all over the board. And if you're a millennial or if you're anybody that's just staying at home right now, and the other delivery services are out there bringing fresh services to your house. Heck, and in Los Angeles, Dan, Flavor Wave Fresh is going to be delivering fresh produce boxes in Los Angeles, California as well that will have those red seedless grapes in. We'll, we'll, we'll come up with more of that later, but grapes are, they're kind of all over the board right now. And a couple grape growers that we know, that we, we should give a shout out to one of our guys that we that we know, shouldn't we, Dan? Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, you mean our buddy John? Yeah, we should give John a shout out. John Pandel, shout out. Pandel Brothers, good grape grower in the Central Valley of California. Great grapes, man. Yeah, grapes John, are a you're staple a good guy. Item. Good guy. Just saw him last week at the Global Organic Produce Expo in Jacksonville. So grapes are always a staple item too, Dan, throughout the year. I think that it's just one of the items that I go to all the time. I, I said last year in uh, 20, 2020 to 2021, I said it's going to be a grape year. My goodness. We're going to keep going with it. Whether you buy grapes in a bag or in a clamshell, they're always enjoyable. What about this, Dan? They're, they're, they're berries, right? I mean, grapes are considered, are they, or no, are they, I've yeah. heard them called berries before. Yeah, I mean, that's what we but call we look at, There's bush berries, though, out there, too. I mean, I know we've got some updates, everybody, on on some of the strawberries, the blueberries, the blackberries, and raspberries. And it's so funny, Dan, because me as in the industry and me as a consumer, I didn't think that these were called bushberries. Well, now you know. They're well, bushberry, that's a very old term. I'm Going not that back. old. Uh, no, I know. <laughs> I mean, uh, age before beauty or beauty before whatever you want to call it. Okay. All right. And speaking of berries and bush berries and bramble berries, uh, the production here in California on blackberries has been low, but Oregon has been filling in and, and starting to get moving on their blackberries. Raspberries, I have to do this quickly because we're up against the clock. There's a lot of organic raspberries, but there's low unconventional. So that happens at times. And of course, blueberry supply out of the north west out of Michigan, out of Oregon, British Columbia and Michigan and areas like that. And even from DeMeo Farms in Hamilton, New Jersey that have one of the best you pick 
blueberry farms that you could go to. So if you're in Jersey, check them out. And then, you know, blueberries go Alabama, Connecticut, Georgia, Indiana, all over New England. We have blueberries all over this country, but these are the main suppliers in the the big market, Oregon, British Columbia, Michigan course california is done and you know dan i mean he being here in tampa uh, we have wish farms right down the road i mean literally 30 miles down the road and i just saw wish farms last week at the expo in jacksonville but the same they've got their own blueberries strawberry fields that you can come and they've got you pick farms right here about 30 minutes away and then obviously they're here in tampa you see a lot of their local grown produce here and then they ship out throughout the country as well you know there's, there's just nothing like being out where it grows in the middle of it all, harvesting it, and then taking it home and doing your thing with it because you just got a way bigger appreciation for it. And your kids can see that it comes from someplace other than the supermarket or the farmer's market or the Other than the same place that they sell cereal. Right, right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) A couple of the department stores that I visited this week, um, I saw clamshells, mix and matches, three for $10 on the strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, or raspberries. And And those were between the six ounces to a pint to a pound, right? I mean, that you can mix and match with. Uh, and then I saw some of the smaller grocery stores um, that were advertising at $2.99 each as well for a one pint. So still really good prices out there. And listen, get the blue, right? Get the, the power, right? I mean, the, that power blue is what you want. Get some blueberries, get some raspberries. Some of my favorite is those strawberry. Heck, some of those new roseberries that are out there, Dan, oh, that, yeah. that I've seen, those white strawberries, if you've seen them in the marketplace. Yes, I believe those are proprietor variety. There are older varieties, and then that could be what they developed them from, that are white and that have light color. But that is a beautiful-looking berry, that roseberry. You know, one thing I have here real quick, Patrick, also, this is something you want to get while you can. I'm just going to, you know, I hate to do this to you, but I'm going to do this again. Now, you know what that is, right? If I'm wrong at this point, please just shoot me, but that's an apple. <laughs> this is a new crop, Gravenstein apple. And here in California, Sebastopol, which is in Sonoma County, right above the wine country, the Gravenstein apple is very short season. 50% of the crop falls off the tree and is unusable. So what we get is what they pack in the boxes. Now, the thing is, you got to get this apple. You hear how crispy it was when I bit into it. you got to get this apple when they're first harvested because... Because after they get into the pipeline, they start to soften up. And that's why they're famous for applesauce and apple juice and pies and things like that. But when they're fresh off the tree, it's kind of like a Macintosh. When it's right off the tree, oh man, it's great fresh eating. So we are in one of the best times of the year. So much fruits and vegetables out there, everyone. And hey, that's why we're here. We hope you enjoyed this update again from Dan the Produce Man. And listen, everyone, grab your circular get online check what's out there but i know you could find some tomatoes and mangoes and peaches and cherries and mushrooms and avocados and blueberries that that are sitting on shelves near you ready to be consumed everyone as dan and i said listen it's okay to eat the cookie it's okay to eat the donut but guess what you're not going to be sitting there pounding five ten donuts or five to ten cookies but guess what you can sit there and pound five to ten mandarins five to ten cherries or five to ten grapes So think about it. 
Get the bang for your buck, everyone. Fresh produce is where it's at. Am I right, Dan? Oh, absolutely. Like you said, you don't want to eat all those donuts all day long because you will become a donut if you do. Hey, and you know what? Let's give a shout out to the floral department as well. I've seen a lot of good florals. Heck, when I was at Costco, we took a look at the floral section. There's a lot of roses out there and a lot of different commodities. We are going to be bringing some more floral to you to give you some updates of what is happening in floral as well. Okay, it's always nice to get flowers. Hey, folks. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening and tuning in. And we want to give a shout-out to Robinson Fresh, Terra Exports, Winn-Dixie, Publix, and, of course, my old pal Chewy at Dan's Farmer's Market right here in my hometown for contributing to our Fresh Field updates and for the fresh produce. And we'll be back again next week for Fresh from the Field Fridays from the Produce Industry Podcast. Until then, I'm Dan the Produce Man reminding you that it's always best when you get it fresh. You've been listening to Fresh from the Field Fridays with Dan, the Produce Man. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Anchor to get fresh weekly episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Produce Industry Podcast and at Dan, the Produce Man. Until next time, see you in the fields or on the horizon.